This is episode number eight, which means, Lauren, what does it mean? Season two of Boundless is coming to a close. Bittersweet emotions right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm so, so happy because we have a super guest. I'm so happy to see her again. Emily, welcome to Boundless. Thank you. We're so happy to see you again because we met in New York, like it's, yeah, two years ago now, so you know, time flies, but you know, you were the perfect guest to end the season because you're very, you're boundless, you're multi-talented. And I think our, I'm sure our audience is going to be very, very happy to meet you. So, and also Lauren Sita has been spying on you, right? Yes, I'm a closeted follower, which I will be following your jewelry, your modeling, your fashion design, your photography. Emily, you certainly wear a lot of hats and um, I adore your style. It really is um, probably cliche to hear, but yeah, your style is very unique, but um, you just you. know how to harmonize your pieces together. Thank you, appreciate it. Are you a New York native? Yeah, I am. So I guess like just to jump right into it, um, I pretty much started studying fashion business like after high school because I, you know, I just thought it would kind of give me opportunities to do something fun and creative and something that would interest me. Um, and I think LIM gave me a great opportunity to do both like business and fashion. So that's what I really liked about it. Um, but I guess after I graduated, I kind of was like, um, exploring my options and I was thinking like you know if I were to just do digital design as like a full-time job I would really make no money <laughs> you know so I kind of was like okay well what else can I do that you know is interesting um, for me and that's kind of how I got into real estate so I do pretty much both now. <laughs> yeah, you do both and it's so interesting. So how do you combine those two fields? For design work, I work with like fashion and beauty clients. So on the one hand, yes, it's a different industry completely, but there are things that I kind of incorporate into real estate because a lot of real estate is just marketing, um, which is kind of what I do in terms of like design. It's, it's always like designing assets for marketing purposes. So that's how I can kind of relate it, like in terms of things that need to be designed for um, like just for, for example, business cards or even like my website. I kind of took those skills and then incorporated it there. So it is a little bit related, but still two different industries. <laughs> that's amazing. I know that Jami thinks highly of your talent. He said that even being a classmate and colleague of yours, he was amazed at this particular project that you were assigned and that was to create, was it a mall or a shopping center? Yeah, a pop-up shop, am I correct? It was oh, like... yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a fun project. Um, I don't know, I kind of just like, I went for it, had like ideas in my head. And um, so the cool thing about design is I think it's really accessible to kind of learn different softwares. So that's one aspect I really like about it. Because in terms of, we actually used a software called SketchUp. I don't know if you're familiar, but um, I would say it's relatively simple to kind of learn and figure out. Um, and then same with like Adobe, which is a lot of like, um, like static design. Um, so I think it's the accessibility for me that kind of um, makes it fun. Yeah, I guess so. But I think something else that might have changed or 
you know, shape the your work, maybe as a designer or as an agent, is like the last year, the last year and a half, the pandemic, did it influence your, yeah, your career? Yeah, well, I'm actually a really new agent. I started working in January, so um, pretty much it was like my second to last semester of school. That's when I started to think about what I'm going to do after I graduate. And, you know, that's when I thought about, I guess, um, what full-time salaries would be like as a digital designer. And it really, I mean, it just didn't really lead me to where I wanted to be. And I, you know, I was kind of like, well, what else can I do that can support, I guess, creative work um, and um, actually, I have family that are in real estate, so my my dad was actually suggesting that I get my license, and I was like, okay, why not, you know? Um, I was doing school, like, remotely, and I had free time, and so I just started studying for my exam, um, and then I think it was, like, probably six months later, I got my license, so I just started working ever since. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's sort of what makes you balanced because you know maybe uh entering different businesses different careers might seem like I don't know weird but I think it's so cool and I think Lauren is yeah pretty much of the same idea are you yeah I think once you are a natural born creative you know it's okay to try new things and see where it takes you. I think oftentimes we have learned now that we are still battling this pandemic here is that it's okay to try and, you know, maybe put another uh, passion project on the back burner and like move forward in a different direction. But then as Emily is saying, like her design, her fundamental skills honed into a different area. And it just, it's interesting how everything correlates sometimes. Yeah, and you'd be surprised, like there actually is a good amount of creativity involved um, with being a real estate agent that I don't think people think about, like even something as far as figuring out how to market your property that you're trying to sell, that takes some creativity. It's not just as like straightforward as like, okay, here's the house, you know, you have to really think about your target market, um, I guess your demographic, and then that's where like the business kind of background comes in. So you have to think about all those things and then you have to think about where you're going to market it, um, who, you know, and so I think that's what's really interesting to me is like, it's not very clear how everything um, is supposed to be done. I think that's like what's fun about real estate for me. I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I think New York City is like the perfect place to, to blend creativity and business attitude, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love New York City. It's like, the best city for at least in my opinion <laughs> yeah and you guys know i'm in love permanently in love with new york so i guess that is to me is the perfect place for everything but i guess this is actually right the perfect place <laughs> for like uh blending these two activities but yeah yeah for sure <laughs> emily i must ask you where do you often go for inspiration when you're in a creative funk so to speak well, because I do, everything I do is digital. Cause like you have graphic designers who work on print work and then like pretty much everything I do is for digital marketing. Um, so honestly, I don't really, I mean, spending a lot of time just like alone is really helpful but I do actually look at a lot of work online. Um, so a lot of things I do is like email designing. So I actually have one email. It's like a Gmail account that I use just for like signing up for 
all the different brands newsletters. So you know how everyone typically like does not want to do that. I sign up for everything. Like it could be anything and everything in any and every industry. Um, and so I just get a, like tons of emails and then sometimes I'll just kind of look through them and um, I don't know, just kind of get ideas and see that's how I keep like current with like the, the trends and whatnot. So um, that that's kind of what I do for like email marketing. Um, and then I guess it's kind of the same thing for social media, just kind of seeing what other brands are up to, what they're doing, how they're doing things. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and that, that's cool because it's a sort of um, way, it's a manner to be like on track, updated on trends and stuff, right? Right, right, exactly. It's a big world, but um, would you ever see yourself going abroad and taking work mm -hmm. somewhere else besides New York City? Honestly, no, um, because a lot of, I mean, it's, well, for design, you can work from anywhere, doesn't matter. But um, as far as like real estate goes, a lot of what I do is like networking and communicating and just like meeting people. Um, so I'm kind of really focusing on building a network in New York. And it's easier for me than for someone who's like hypothetically from California and decided to move here randomly. You know what I mean? So I kind of already can build off of my existing network. But if I were to move to a different country, I kind of already have the hurdle of learning about a new culture and then just learning about, you know, just how to communicate with people in a different culture. So it's, it's a lot more complicated than if I were to just build on what I have here in New York. It's very true. I can attest when you um, perhaps have a dream or aspire to begin a new entrepreneurship, moving to another country, you do have the hurdles of essentially starting over. And I know exactly how that feels. But what I love about, I think, the city um, is that you really have um, a small percentage, but you do have diversity in New York and you have people from all over with different aspirations. So I totally agree with you that it's easier to, not easier, I definitely see hurdles in New York City too, but um, you can just meet people and collaborate. And it's, it's great when you could do it in a city that has public transit and great food and just good vibes all around. Absolutely. And if you think about it, people are always going to be moving to New York City. You know what I mean? It's not, it's never going to go the other way where it's like every, like, yeah, I guess the pandemic was an example of that, but people are moving back anyway. So when you think of it that way, I think like New York City is a really great place to be um, because people from all over the world come here, which it really isn't the case for a lot of other cities. So that's true that's true i can tell and now lauren we're ready for our quiz are you ready emily sure <laughs> well, lauren, emily, please, please or who, who who do you want to start emily or i think go with, with, yeah, yeah. Emily, emily so because we're <laughs> gonna launch our boundless spotify playlist very soon so stay tuned but we want to know your favorite song or at least a song that inspires you now well i don't know that i have a favorite song but i have can i give you like an album sure. okay so have you guys heard of animals as leaders no yeah so i i've been really into animals as leaders 
Um, their album is called The Joy of Motion. I think this was in 2014 that they came out with this album, but I guess it's categorized as like metal. Um, it's all instrumental. So that's what I've actually been listening to on repeat for like the past couple of days. <laughs> cool. So we're definitely going to put it. Yeah. And there's and there are plays. I think it's going to be like, uh, you know, very unique. It's a mix so. of everything, which I love yeah. because yeah. I have yeah. a wide taste of music. I listen to everything. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Literally everything. Yeah. So since this is our season finale, Lauren Sita, I want to know your favorite song. Well, I had to pick a uh, fellow Aries and uh, she's a queen, Aretha's I Say a Prayer for You, um, or I Say a Little Prayer. Um, I just love that song because um, Aretha is just that feel good Aries energy that's channeled in the song. And many people think, oh, what does that really mean? Or what is she saying? And it, it, she's really just like telling you enjoy the little pleasures of life. So whenever I'm like in a funk and I don't feel like going to work, it's, it's that song that I just play and I'll sing along, even though I can't belt like Aretha, but now that it's in the season where the autobiographical films coming out with the amazing and talented uh, Jennifer Hudson, I just felt that it was appropriate to add that song. Cool, my gusta, I love it. You wanna know mine? <laughs> yes, go for it. Oh, I'm gonna pop in our playlist a little jazz, jazzy feeling. So I'm gonna go with, I get a kick out of you. And especially Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett's rendition. So that's my choice. Love it. Uh, oh yeah. my goodness. Well, Emily, we look forward to following your journey um, through design and yeah. real estate. I hope to see real estate content in your um, social media uh, page if you choose to go in that direction, because I think it's so interesting for many of us who aren't in real estate or perhaps just like you know, thought about it in the past. I know I certainly have, but it's a field that I just feel so intimidated by, but I think it'd be cool. I think you would be able to, um, I don't know, like attract an audience that young entrepreneurs or young designers will eventually uh, want to pursue um, design. Yeah, I, I definitely have thought about that, but I just like, I guess social media marketing is not something that I'm great at. And so I was thinking eventually of just kind of working with someone who specializes in that to help me kind of, because I'm just, I have no idea how to even get started, <laughs> but yeah, I'll definitely go in that direction at some point. Yeah. Like a Q and a, if that's like your thing, of course, but um, yeah, cause I know I would definitely ask questions and stuff, but oh my gosh, well, we're a fan of yours and um, thank you for joining us on our finale. <laughs> thank you so much. It was great speaking with you both. Oh, likewise. Cool. Take care, Emily, and stay safe. Best wishes to your future endeavors. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks Bye. so much. Thank you, Emily. But I also want to thank Laurencita. I want to thank you. Oh, I want to thank you, Jami. You have always brought me upon your greatest adventures, and I really mean it. I, it's an honor to co-host another fabulous season, and um, to all our followers and friends and family who are always watching weekly and messaging us support it really does keep us going um with this and of course our projects i had a little poem to read would you like to hear it yeah yes so with travel through countries cultures arts topics and we managed to defy all of the limits and the boundaries that we had to lift 
in the last year. So thank you, Lorencito, so much. Oh my gosh, me. I want to, <laughs> I want to release a tear right now. That was so beautiful. Oh my goodness, Jami, that meant a lot. Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you Jami, my gracias, so co-pilots. <laughs> yeah, co-pilots. So we're we're definitely gonna be here next summer. Yes next summer hopefully maybe we'll be in the same side of the world i hope hopefully. oh my gosh well stay well everyone stay well jami and uh we look forward to another fabulous season of boundless yay be boundless <laughs> be boundless <laughs> ciao